the apex good evening and welcome to the apex as you heard my name is oarab lady popo and today on the apex we talk about the formula one grand prix this weekend the grand prix has been in barcelona we had the spanish grand prix and if you have not watched today's highlights you've missed out on an entire weekend of fabulous racing Great decision making and some great drivers on the circuit. I am with Mr. Ranks Bro. Welcome to the Apex. Hey, thank you for having me. Thank you. What a great race. Love the shirt. And also we have Mr. TK Sibutoma. Welcome to the Apex, sir. I'm back, guys. So I'm Mr. Last one. <laughs> I am here. I don't like the shirt ranks, but it's all right. That's another, for another day. <laughs> That's okay. It's coming from the heart. He's genuinely hurt. It's okay. We accept. We will heal his heart because today we're talking about the Spanish Grand Prix. Uh, before we get into the order of business, let's start off with the most important formality of the day the 9th of may 2021 is a mother's day happy mother's day to every single one of your mothers i hope you spoil them rotten because those women are amazing we celebrate them or should or rather we should celebrate them on a daily basis but today is their day now Getting back to Lovely the man. Spanish Grand Prix, getting back to the qualifiers, Lewis Hamilton grabbing his 100th podium finish and today completing that with his 59th win from his 100 poles. Ranks, how do you see this one? How are you feeling about the GOAT and this magnitude of what he's just done? I think it's the manner in which he did it. Um, Max was stopping, got a brilliant start, uh, managed to get off the line, keep it together, mm. first corner, and we thought, oh, here we go again, the champ is up, is up for it. And it came all the way down to strategy and just pure pace for Hamilton to, mm. to chop, up, to chop uh, Max from the back and claim victory once again. Yeah, TK, how did you see this race? I mean, how, how have you been watching, you know, the GOAT do what he does on a weekly basis? I mean, guys, there's nothing more you can say about this man. Goat <laughs> people do goat things. Kings do kingly things. And that's what mm -hmm. he just did, guys. A hundred poles. And from that pole, he got his 96 career win. That's it's unheard of, guys. In two races, time he's going to have a hundred wins. What are you guys saying to mm -hmm. me? This man is the greatest race car driver i don't care what car it is if it's nascar if it's f1 if it's the dead car really doesn't matter put him in whatever <laughs> car he's gonna drive it and he's going to excel lewis hamilton is amazing guys and we saw it i saw I actually saw it from fp2 because i missed fp1 but mm. when he in fp2 on, on on friday i was like nah man this man is there's something going to happen this weekend and something happened this weekend something happened and something yeah. great happened uh, and now uh, hamilton is just there's, there's nothing more you can say about it cross above really Mm. I agree. Um, I mean, you already mentioned that the fact that he's only two um, wins away from making it a hundred win races. How do you see, the, you know, the rest of the season panning out? Considering what happened between him and teammate Valtteri Bottas today, when Bottas literally said, "I am not going to move." Campena and Ola, if you must, ranks. I think it just shows that Bottas is just—he's tired of being number two, and he's just gonna 
Dewey's he's just gonna race his own race, but that's not a problem for Hamilton. He chopped him up nice and simply throughout the corner, even though he had to work a little bit for it. But I mean, the champ can do what the champ does. Bottas, I think he must just focus on keeping the rest of the pack behind him. Perez will be coming for him. The Ferraris will be coming for him. And he just yeah. needs to ride out the season in third, really. I think that's all he needs to focus on right now. TK, you and I were talking about this all fair, the fact that we were so angry at that moment mm. where we saw Valtteri Bottas not want to leave. Mm. And then mm. seconds later, go on and pit. How are you feeling in that moment? Yeah. <laughs> like, just let him I feel like he should know that you like there are two seats and mm. you are seat number two mm-hmm. you see this man wash you for the past six, seven seasons and you still want to fight what are you fighting mm. for oh the, mm. the F1 the F1 right now let's be honest the F1 right now it's all about Hamilton and Verstappen. We know when, Verstappen, yeah. when when Hamilton decides to retire, whenever that is, Verstappen is mm. going to be the one bringing the glory back to Red Bull racing. And look, I get mm. it. Bottas, he's a racer. He's a competitor. He wants to win. But you cannot win when you have a teammate like Hamilton. Ask Rosberg. He retired him. Who are you, man? On who a high. You? He took. Who he knew when to take the win and run. Yeah, that's what Nico did. He was like, nah, this man is just too much. I'm Audi. He wasn't my best friend. He's not my best friend anymore because he doesn't me. So I'm gone. What <laughs> <laughs> does really just needs to relax and he needs to because sharp. On the on the track you are alone, but at the end of the day, it's a team sport and. Sometimes you're gonna have to take one for the team. Sure, they've asked him many times make way for Hamilton. Make many times, Hamilton. yes. And, I think that's where the frustration I, comes from. For sure, it can get frustrating, but we need to look at who can bring us the points, who can bring us the constructors. You finishing third and second and what have you, that also listen, like you you it, it's great work because you mm. are the constructors means the constructors is coming home. You look at the lead that mm. Mercedes has now from from Red Bull. You are doing your job. Everybody has a job. I get it. Your job. You want to finish first. Also, you want to you want to get pole. You want to get the championship. But I don't know, man. Just let Hamilton do his thing, and then after that, you're going to pit. So you yeah. are going to essentially mm. he was going to mess Mercedes over because after that, then he pitted. So yes. imagine if they crash Basically, or yeah. what have you. He nearly cost, he, he really nearly cost Hamilton. Cost the team, yes. And, and he not did. only just Hamilton, but the whole team. Yeah. But hey. That is true. But something I want to jump back into, you know, um, during the week before race, before qualifiers, Toto um, spoke up about, about the, you know, the musical chairs that a lot of these teams seem to play because obviously there are question marks surrounding Valtteri Bottas. But looking at the fact that both these drivers technically don't have a new contract for next season, what happens now in off season for Mercedes? How interesting do you think is about to get? Because now Mercedes have to start solidifying who their next drivers are going to be, TK. No, I I made a bold tweet earlier today, and I said Bottas not going to see the rest of the season. And yes, I saw that. I did that see one, that. Yes, yes. <laughs> and the re, and the re, that this this thing of him not having a contract next season 
might just be a huge part. I think, look, for Hamilton, he doesn't want to overly commit, but we all know what's going to happen He's at, at the yeah. off-season. It happened last off-season, it's going to happen in the next off-season. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Don't fix and it. And I don't think, you know, and I don't think he's going to, you know, keep us guessing or whatever the case is. Or oh, is he going to go maybe back to McLaren or whatever? Or maybe wanted to rest for Ferrari and then what? You know, we know that he's going to sign with Mercedes. But I really yeah. think that if by by the break in the middle of the season. Russell is going to have that second chair. If not, then the beginning of next season. When everything changes. New rules, new financial cap. It's good, yeah. I, if, not, it's gonna... if not sometime this season, then next season. We're not going to see what this anymore. That's yeah. Rance, do you agree with what TK is saying? I mean, like I said, Tocho said, you know, Mercedes is not in the business of doing that. Do you see Valtteri Bottas being, you know, kicked out this season? And also, what do you foresee for 2022? I don't think Bottas is going to see next season. He might ride out the rest of the season. Um, just for the yeah. stability within the team to, to make sure everything's all good. Uh, so there's no bad blood, really. But next season, I think uh, there will be a big consideration for Russell. Uh, also, determining how Russell ends the season himself. But I think this could be the beginning of the end for Bottas. Um, slowly unraveling. Like I said, he just needs to really focus on securing that third place and making sure the championship mm. comes home to him. 100. 100%. Yeah, I I agree. Um. Also, I just want to you know take it back a little bit to just you know Mercedes and their strategy for winning today. You know, having to both Mercedes on the podium. Um. How do you look at the the strategy? Because when we first saw the race, I I wasn't too sure what Mercedes were trying to do. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, I was a bit skeptical about it, but you know, in recent years, I've learned not to doubt anything that Mercedes and Twitter always come up with. But looking at the strategy um, ranks, do you think the soft, the compounds, how the you know the mismatch that they did that actually played into you know Red Bull's strategy as well? They got it perfectly on time. I think um, leaving Max, uh, they, Max put first, so he he mm. obviously had all the tires. So they let, yeah. they let Max out. They let Lewis get a little bit after Max, so not responding immediately after him. Uh, so that they had a little bit more pace, giving under pressure, finishing Max's tire. Uh, so Max puts more pressure on his tires. And then they put him mm. again, just in time, so that uh, Lewis has enough time to catch Max. So he has to eat out mm. way over uh, per lap, faster than Max. And he managed to do that. Uh, when Mercedes pit him in time. So that means at the end of the race, Max was completely under pressure and he has stood no chance against Hamilton's younger tyres and it played out perfectly. You know, it's not easy to time it perfectly on time because you could get it too late and he stands enough tyres. Too, too, too early. Or too early. And then you mess up the tyres uh, too quickly. Mm. Uh, or even a safety car, you know, um, a safety car would have given Max a free pit and the entire race would have been compromised. So a little mm. bit of luck, uh, making sure that nothing, ha- uh, the race was safe and uh, perfect timing from the team and a brilliant performance from Lewis just to make sure that he was on point to, to kill Max. 
Yeah, I agree. TK, I want to go back to that second pit that Rance was speaking about. I mean, it caught everybody by surprise. I think a lot of us didn't see that one coming, but it was it came at such the right time. Do you think Red Bull's downfall in that regard was the fact that they didn't react to that? Because ultimately, the pace and the, you know, um, that um, Lewis came out with and the passion that Max was speaking about eventually caught up with him. No, most definitely, because at the start of the race, like a lot of the pundits were saying, this is a one-pit race. It's a one-pit race. Mm. Um, and that's it. That the perfect strategy for this one is a one-pit race. You're going to start on the mm. soft and get into the hard, or vice versa. I mean, the mediums, or vice versa. So when 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 Hamilton pitted, when he was right behind uh, Max, it threw Red Bull for a loop. They didn't know what to do. Had they yeah. pitted maybe the following lap, I don't know if they would have changed anything because remember they took Verstappen back to the softs with the second with, with the second, with the second pit. Man, yeah. he, he he went yes he went to the softs with the second pit and then Lewis was on the was on the mediums and the mediums mm. because you get more grip and what have you so it was it really it threw them for the, for a loop they didn't know what to do um, it was a perfect it was a perfect strategy I don't think anybody saw it coming. Mercedes because we were all like, okay, why is he pitting? Why are they pitting? You yes. Know, what are you doing? No, don't do it. Don't do that. No, no. come back. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so, Mercedes got it spot on. And I mean, look, they have the best driver in the world. So they knew what they were doing and they knew that he was going to catch up. Whether it was 10 seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds, a minute, a lap. It didn't matter, <laughs> but yeah. they got they got they got the strategy right, and kudos to them, man. There's a bunch of great engineers there at the at the Mercedes camp with a great with a great driver. So I don't think anybody could have could have could have had a counter move for that, and that's how they got yeah. It. In that regard, yeah. I mean, yeah. I I mean, I look back on this circuit and also just um looking at the fact that. Max Verstappen made his debut five years ago for um, mm. Red Bull at this very circuit. So that was his 100th um, start for them. And I thought it would have been yeah. a little bit more magical than what, you know, what happened today. Yes, Max did get the fastest lap today with, you know, one minute and 18 seconds. But I'm yeah. pretty sure he would be a little bit disappointed because a strategy such as the one as Mercedes had literally cost them, you know, what would have been such a dream reunion in his books. It really would have been so lovely for him to win that race. It's your hundred. It's your hundred start for Red Bull, mm. and, you the, and you get the win. And it really looked like he was. From, it was I thought, almost I there. Really thought he was gonna. He was almost there. I really thought he was gonna get it. I really, really thought he was gonna get it. But again, mm. kudos to Mercedes and the strategy and Bono and Toto and Lewis and the whole camp really because they they pulled out. A trick up their sleeve that sleeve, nobody yeah. saw coming. Literally nobody yeah. saw coming because we all thought it was a one pit race. They made mm. it two, and it was just like, what do we do now? There's nothing we can do. Hamilton is going to pass. Yeah. 
there was no answer. There was no answer for them. But also just looking at the race overall, I mean, the top four from qualifiers stayed literally the exact same. Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen, Valtteri Bottas, and also in fourth place, we had Charles Leclerc. How did you find Charles' driving stability? Because there was a particular time where he could have stuck to that third place and and actually, you know, kept at it if he didn't actually pit as well and Bottas obviously get him on the podium. No, for sure. Look, right now for me, Charles is carrying Ferrari on his on his back, mm-hmm. and yep. he really he like you said he really could have finished third. Uh, he yeah, could have, he could have had a podium, but again, look, Mercedes is 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 a better car technically, a better car than Ferrari right now, and. Bottas is is more is more of an experienced driver, and like Greg mm. said, like they need to you know Mercedes has a system and they need to keep that system in in check. Lewis first, Bottas at least maybe second, maybe third, and <clears throat> that's how and that's how it played out. But Leclerc really drove for his for for let me not say he drove for his life because his life is not on the line at Ferrari. But <laughs> I think it was one of <laughs> I think this was one of it was one of his best drives, and really we just Maranello just needs to throw a bit more millions into that car, and we are going to have a proper, 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 proper battle mm. battle between Hamilton, Max, and Leclerc. Leclerc just needs just just needs a just needs a faster car and a good car. Yeah, that's all that he needs. I agree. He is pushing. He is pushing mm. that Ferrari right now. Ah, I agree. Um, and also just looking at the race overall and some of the other drivers. I mean, I know you're probably so disappointed in one of your favorite drivers, your rookie drivers. That is Yuki, who unfortunately did not finish today. What do you? How do you feel about this whole? There's no power in the car. I've never understood that concept. I think it's I one of the it. dumbest things I've ever heard. I but because really we deal with technology it. a lot, we know what happens very true i really do not get it and look he had such a great start at the beginning of the season he finished it he finished in the points and then mm. i get it it's only been four races but since then it's, it's been dropping he disappointed me from yesterday the qualifiers he didn't make it to q3 i said no he, he didn't make it to q2 he didn't make it to q2 he was eliminated in q1 and that 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 i was like man i had all the hope for you in the world but you know what only been four races i mm. still have my hope i really think yugui is going to be one of the best rookies that we had this year i think he's going to surpass schumacher i think he's going to surpass uh mazabin he's wow he's you're being told right now for me, he is at the top of the list Level. in terms of rookie right now wow. and then in a couple of years time when we see him move to little sister of Atari to big brother <laughs> little racing. sister <laughs> <laughs> when you see him move to red bull racing it's going to be a problem he is going to be mm. a problem you know what mr ranks bro keeps dipping in and out of this conversation hey Ntato also, should we check on you happens lights out now again? is the you know is escom doing the things because like we say, these things fail, man. I hope Franks is okay. Hopefully, he'll be back with us right now. Um, TK, just to talk about other car strategies, because 
during the race, Kimi Raikkonen only pitted once, and I was I, I didn't understand. Yeah. But also, I realized he started already on medium um, compound, medium. so yeah. that was yeah. yeah. I guess that was his strategy all along. He knew he'd had to push yeah. at least thirty to forty laps with those tires. I found it really strange. But do you think some of those kind of you know some of those strategies work for particular um, teams? Look, I think what what Alfa Romeo was doing, they they were just they they they, they were just experimenting. They were just experimenting mm. because, like you said, all of almost all of the teams started on softs. He was the only one mm. on mediums, and he pushed those mediums my thirty something left. Mm. Um, there's nothing wrong with 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 trying. There's nothing wrong with experimenting. There's honestly. And that that's 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 how I saw it. That's really how I saw it. I don't think that I mean look right now this season we all know the season not many changes are being made to any cars um, because mm. everybody's making all the changes for next season. Everybody's preparing for next season with the new with the new rules coming into effect. So I think Alpha I mean yeah Alpha Alpha Romero was just saw it as an as an opportunity to. Maybe experiment with, with with a new strategy. Let's see how this goes, and if it mm. works, then we will keep it in our back pocket Kudos. for other races. Yeah. Maybe we can get points here and there. We can get points. Maybe going to Monaco in two weeks, we can get some points there, or we can get some. You know. So I think mm. it was an experiment. Um, hopefully it worked out. Then if not, then back to the drawing board. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens as the season continues. All right, just to wrap up this chat before we move into that Monaco Grand Prix that you mentioned, who was your driver of the day? My driver of the day? Ah, look, it was a very... I mean, not that we haven't spoken about him enough. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it was... I think today's race was, was, was a very... Like I said earlier and um, before before we started, I'm not really a big fan of, of this of this particular track. Of this, um, yeah, yeah, of, of, of um, the Barcelona track. But the race was the race was a very was a very normal race. Uh, the only exciting thing that we had was was the strategy from 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 Mercedes. That was the only for me personally. That was like the only highlight. I mean. We had one DNF. We barely had any stops. We barely had any safety mm. cars. I mean, one yellow flag, um, one safety car. So yeah, but for me, the, the really the driver of the day for me has to be Lewis Hamilton simply because of what he did with that strategy. Um, listen, also Sergio Perez, he started he started eighth, I think eighth or ninth, and he finished my fifth, my sixth around there. He gained a couple of spots. That was also a good drive from him. Um, mm. Yeah, but besides that, really, uh, it has to be it has to be Lewis Hamilton because um, nobody gains ten seconds in one lap and making in one lap from twenty two seconds to twelve seconds in a single lap. Yeah, that, that just doesn't happen. And then eventually win mm. the whole race. That just doesn't happen. That's not normal. But he's not normal because he is the king of the sport. I mean, <laughs> so he's on a level that so no yeah, one is on. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. So yeah, now for me, the race, uh, the driver of of, of of today, the driver of the race was Lewis Hamilton simply because of what he did. 
All right. And uh, how's your fantasy league looking? How are those points looking like? Hey, 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 hey. It's hard that side. It's hard that side. Honestly, look, um, so I have Hamilton as my main driver, mm-hmm. uh, Red Bull as my constructor, and also at Paris too. I haven't checked it in a while, but I think I'm looking pretty good. I think I'm looking all right. Um, oh, cocky. Oh, look, that's a conversation. Get cocky. What's that one? Oh, cocky. I think cocky. No, it's just these things, you know, like, <laughs> that is fair, man. You know, You're trying to make them mola. I'm saying that. Yeah. No, nah, but I think I, I, must, I must actually go check. I think I'm looking pretty good. I wanna, how's yours looking, actually? I don't have one. I told you. Not chest pains. I, I get enough of it from just sports in general. So in just on it, I will not invite them into my life. No, no, no. <laughs> but also just to move on and looking at the next Grand Prix, like you said, it is in Monaco. Is Monaco maybe one of your um, top three, top five Grand Prix? Monaco, for me, is a top two Grand Prix. Um, wow because no let me tell you why right let me tell you why. i have three different people that monaco is up there monaco it, it's also it's also the lifestyle it's also what happens the entire weekend it's a whole quarter you know the celebrities come out it's you do that you know what i mean like Honale, Honale, and Honale Honale vibe. It, it's got it's that thing, man. Also, exactly. yeah. The street races <laughs> race are so dope. Like you see, track and that's cool. But you know, street races are just—they're on another level. They're like night races for me, also. So you know, Monaco is, you know, it's a whole vibe. It's a whole event. It's a three-day event, and the race is the big hoo-ha and I can only imagine what mm. happens after the race like the after parties and all of that I'm sure they are water so I'm really looking forward to Monaco it's also happening on my birthday weekend the race is on the 29th oh shout out my birthday is the next day so I'm really hoping that I'll get a nice um, present in a full of Hamilton 99 career wins um yeah but i'm really looking forward to to monaco and see and see what happens there hopefully we do not have any any weather any weather challenges because you know they're expecting some rain uh and also today they also expected so everybody was like are we going to change into the wets now do we even have wets here what's going on but yeah it happens so that's so that's good but yeah i'm hoping Hoping that you know, uh, we get another Hamilton masterclass. Like you heard it from TK here on the yeah. Apex, man. He just described what the Monaco Grand Prix brings to you. It's literally the fast and the furious in the streets coming to you live from Monaco. Uh, for the Barcelona Grand Prix, the Spanish Grand Prix, we've wrapped it up. Lewis Hamilton getting that all-important 14-point gap between him and Max Verstappen. And as TK has already said, he hopes that in two weeks' time in Monaco, he'll be getting the best birthday present ever. TK, thank you so much for joining us here on The Apex. It's always so lovely to have you. Thank you so much. And I will see you in two weeks when we go to Monaco. Yes. And like you said, it will be his birthday. So we will try here on The Apex essay to make it a unbelievable birthday 
But for the rest of you guys, please do keep continuing checking out the social media. That is at the Apex Essay on Instagram and Twitter. My name is Oaro Lady Popo. He is TK Sibotoma. Until we meet again in Monaco in two weeks' time, we're out.